Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, where I try and help you and I clean up our mental mess and and experience a level of peace in the challenges of life. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about a way that we can do that, and that is having mental health days. I was asked this question recently by a reporter, and then a whole series of questions around it came in from, from people. So I put a cluster of questions together about mental health days, specifically for our teenagers. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. But just before we begin, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free with bonus content and live Q&As, then subscribe to my Patreon account. The link and details will be in the show notes. And as always, these podcasts are for educational purposes. And if you have medical issues, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And on to today's podcast. Life can be hard and it's easy to feel stressed, anxious and out of control. What if there was a way to take back control? What if there was a practical way to detox your brain? This is now possible with NeuroCycle, the first ever scientifically tested brain detox app shown to help reduce an anxiety and depression by up to 81%. Users are guided through a variation of audio and video, brain exercises and mind management lessons every day. I'm excited to share some of the latest features in the app, including guides for children and parents, detailed feedback and recommendations, written guides through days 22 through 63 of the NeuroCycle, and an easy way to track your progress. There are over 500,000 NeuroCycle users worldwide, and the app has helped change thousands of lives, including people trying to find purpose in life, overcoming fear, better sleep, improved relationships, managing intrusive thoughts, depression and anxiety, and so much more. NeuroCycle is for everybody. No matter who you are, what you've been through, what you do, you have an incredible mind and brain that is always on and needs to be managed so that you can live your best both mentally and physically. This app is designed for individuals, couples, families, businesses or corporations, for everyone, everywhere. Join us by committing just a few minutes a day and see how your life is transformed. In just 63 days, you will have begun rewiring your brain for a happier and healthier life. Download the NeuroCycle app today and start changing your life one thought at a time. Just look for NeuroCycle on the iTunes App Store or Google Play or visit NeuroCycle.app. The link and more information will be in the show notes. Okay, so the question that I got asked, which I thought was really good, the reporter asked me, is it bad to use the term mental health day? And if there is really, um, if there's really a men- pressing mental health issue, and if so, why or why not? And my answer was, Mental health should not be singled out as something different from the challenges that all human beings face. And you've heard me say this really often. Life is challenging. We are coding our environment into our neural networks all day long, whether we like it or not. We are being influenced by life and unconsciously this is going into our brain. And some of these things are not so great. Some are good, some are bad. And and on a continuum, these, some of these issues can be really toxic. And some can be really amazing. But life is coding into the neural networks of our brain. And basically, what happens is that some things are, not, are, are toxic. And when they are toxic, they can affect how we function. So mental health issues are a better way of maybe looking at this. That we have mental health issues, all of us, all humans, being alive in life. And these go up and down. And then we have... When, when things accumulate and get worse, or there's major trauma or major events that are major traumatic events, then this can slide down the continuum and become mental health problems where more support is, is needed. 
So there's the more day-to-day stuff, and then there's the ones that get bigger, and then the ones that are really big. And basically, having a mental health day is something that can help us just to recharge. So mental health should not be singled out as something different from the challenges that all human beings face, different, granted, every one of us, but we are in life facing challenges, which is why we have to be very careful about how we understand mental health days, that actual concept. So we all go through difficult times, we all battle with mental health, this is a very normal human response. Those of you that listen to this podcast, you know that I say that all the time, it's okay to be a mess as long as we're managing our mess. So if there's a mental health day, it should be something that raises awareness of this concept that all of us are battling, and it's a normal part of life. It's not doesn't mean that you're abnormal or have a brain disease and that we are here to help one another. I think that's really important that we should emphasize this. This should not be a day to stigmatize some people with the label of mentally ill and deem others as normal. So, you know, the moralizing or judgmental, oh, there's some normal and then there's the others. So if it's used in that context, that's not good at all. But if it's used in the context that, hey, we all need a break. Life is tough. We all battle with mental health issues. Therefore, you know, let's let's maybe give ourselves a bit of time out now and then. Maybe we need a mental health day. And I think if we did that as a society, it would be a fantastic thing because we all buzz, 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 buzz and don't really get enough time to process what we're going through. So we should use mental health days as a means of, for example, teaching our children how to manage stress, toxic stress, stress that is starting to work against us, that is pivoting in the direction of not working for for us and working against us. Because essentially stress is there to help you focus and be alert and cope with the incoming challenges of the day and dealing with all these non-conscious things that are building into our mind and making us aware so that we can tune into the responses of our body to what's happening in our life. And so that we can literally edit the code, edit what, what is what is being wired into us and, and be tuned into the impact. And stress helps us do that. But when we get subsumed or covered by or like, like sort of lost is a better word in all the things of life and we don't know how to manage the mental mess, that's when stress can start working against us. And sometimes with the busyness of life, we don't have time to stand back and get perspective. So that's where having something like a mental health day is a way of us helping our children to teach them to say it's okay to stand back and create this little boundary where you can catch a breather and just work through and learn how to process that stress. For this very reason, I'm currently writing a book on how to help your children clean up their mental mess. In other words, how to help children manage their mental health. And honestly, having a, when your kids have, have a mental health day or your teenagers, this is a great thing because you can then help them to process through what they're going through. It's a chance to connect and really bond and talk to your children and help them and model it for yourself so that you need this and whatever you do, your kids will do. So you can model how you are managing taking this this chance to have a breather. So for example, we should teach our children that stress can actually be good for them, as I just said, as it prepares our bodies for action and helps us to get ready to take the test or run that race or manage that situation. However, if they're constantly stressed, because stress works in cycles of tension, release, tension, release. But if they're constantly stressed, then it's tension, 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 and that's when systems break down. That's when the blood pressure rises. That's when we have, don't have enough blood, blood in our front of our brain and oxygen at the front of our brain. That's when we have a lack of harmony between the different sides of the brain. That's when we can have more inflammation. And all these things combined together affect how we're feeling mentally and physically. 
If you get breakouts, you've probably tried a lot of treatments that haven't made the difference you're looking for. It can be stressful and frustrating to find something that actually works. You may not want to take antibiotics and you're probably disappointed with harsh teenage products. Finally, there's GladSkin, a solution that supports healthy, balanced skin. GladSkin is a new category of skin blemish treatment that works differently than any plant-based or drug-based product you've tried before because GladSkin is based on the nature of healthy skin, not just appearance. Inflammatory blemishes and acne-prone skin are caused by an imbalance in the skin microbiome. So, GladSkin developed a revolutionary protein called MicroBalance to restore the natural balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on the skin. The GladSkin blemish gel works without harsh ingredients, so it's gentle from day one. It is scientifically formulated for adult acne-prone skin. It visibly improves the appearance of blemishes while balancing the skin microbiome. Whenever I have a random breakout, it visibly reduces my skin's discomfort without drying out my face. I love that their blemish gel is safe to use over the long term and is based on scientifically examined results and effective biotechnology. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews with an over 95% customer satisfaction rate. Indeed, Gladskin's products have been helping people in Europe for years and are now available in the US. Plus, there's a 60-day guarantee on your order. Right now, Gladskin is offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash drleaf. That's gladskin.com slash drleaf for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash drleaf. The link and details will be in the show notes. So if you constantly stress, this can have an impact on their mental and physical health. So children battle just as much as we do, if not more, because they not, don't always know how to process it or don't maybe feel comfortable processing it or just no one's showing them what to do with what they're going through. And this, this is a common question I get, which is one of the main reasons I'm writing this current book, is that so many people will say, no one helped me process through what I went through as a child. Or if only I had known how to deal with that, whatever was going on in my life, I would have been you know, more prepared for adolescence or adulthood or whatever the case may be. So we need to really climb in as soon as possible. So if they constantly stress, it can have an impact on their mental and physical health. It's so important to take days off, such as spending the day playing board games and with with your loved ones and going to the dog park with your dogs. And, you know, children, exactly like adults, need to be taught how to cope mentally with the demands of life. Okay, so we can't just assume, oh, they bounce back or they seem fine, that they're fine. No, we need to tune in because they're really good at, well, I don't know what this is going on here. So they push it down. And then they tend to blame themselves, and that's not healthy at all. So we need to not just focus on feelings. We don't want to just feel, feel, feel. I feel only starts the process. We have to go beyond the feeling into, okay, why do I feel this? What is this attached to? What thought? How can I deconstruct? How can I reconstruct? All the things you hear me talking about so much on this podcast. And this is where teaching your children how to neurocycle is vital. In my neurocycle app, I have a little section on how you can use the neurocycle to help your children with anxiety. We're building a whole lot into the app as well, based on the new book I'm writing on how to help your children with mental health. In the meantime, you're learning a lot from this podcast. There's my my neurocycle apps available. My latest book, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, is available. There's 101 Ways to Be Less Stressed. All of this is content that you can help your children with. So there are resources that you can use in the meantime to help your children. So mental health days are those opportunities where you can sit down and say, okay, I had this and this and this stress thing going on in my life this week, and this is how I've managed it. And you can demonstrate the neurocycle and say, okay, now we've got the day off. 
What's been getting you? What's been really getting you down? How can we now work through this? And then also not just sitting and working on that, just if you did that, that's not the whole day. The mental health day is not the whole day of working on your mental health state of mind. That is a 15 to 45 minute time in the whole day. So if you don't want to spend hours and hours and hours on this stuff because it's exhausting, your brain gets tired, your conscious mind gets tired, your body gets tired, your non-conscious mind's trying to calm you down. So you limit the time. So important. Sit down with your kids, 15, 45 minutes, absolute max. And then have fun. As I said, take your dogs for a walk, go play with your dogs, watch a movie, you know, play a board game, do stuff that is fun, that will bring laughter out. Watch some funny TikToks of dog videos or something on TikTok or whatever. There's so many great funny things that you can watch which will really help. So children like adults need to be taught how to cope mentally with the demands of life and mental health days can be times where they can learn how to do this. So they're fantastic. I'm all for having mental health days for everyone so that we can learn to pause in our life and learn how to manage it and learn how to Work into that time frames that I've that time frame I've indicated of fifteen to forty five minutes, and then from there you can expand into having a fun day and doing other things, which will be healthy for everyone. Okay, so here's another question related to this, which was also really good: Is exhaustion or just not feeling like you have the desire to go to school an okay reason to take the day off? Again, this is assuming that there's nothing major going on, like a test that they have to do or a specific social problem that the child is trying to avoid, etc. And even in those cases, if there's a specific social problem like bullying or something that's going on, you know, may, they may need to stay away until you find out what that problem is so that you can then work out a plan to go and address that, help your child to address that with the relevant staff at the school. So my answer is that, is it okay to take those days off if you're just feeling mentally exhausted? And my answer to this is, this depends on what is going on in the child's life. So we should always listen, always listen in a non-judgmental and loving way. Non-judgmental and loving creates that safe space where your child can feel safe enough, your teenager, your adolescent, your young child, to tell you and try and verbalize and you can help them verbalize what is going on. If they feel judged and I mean, they know that they're loved, but if they feel judged and they don't, that the environment doesn't feel loving, they're going to clam up. They're not going to share with you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And another thing on that note is that you can't just, today, mental health day, let's talk, let's solve your problems, if you haven't already set the scene for that. So you must, it's very important that we work on developing deep, meaningful connections with our children so that the days aren't just filled with constantly discussing just the day's stuff, or, you know, what's happening after school, and what's your homework, and this is your schedule for today, and this is what I'm doing. So, you know, just what are you going to have for, for dinner? What's your homework? You know, that you don't just talk about things that need to be done. I agree they need to be done. But there's also a time where you just go for a walk or you just sit together and watch a program and then, you know, create that safe space where you are talking to them about other stuff 
that is important to them. You know, I see you watching this program and you really love it. So what is it about this program that you love? Or, you know, I see you laughing so much at that TikTok. You know, what is it? Show me. I'd love to share it with you. And, you know, tell me why it's funny. I don't, whatever. You know, it's find other stuff to connect with a little bit every day so that when the big stuff does hit, that they feel already that they can connect with you, that there isn't a disconnect because you've only just dealt with the most basic needs. But when it comes to that deep stuff, they haven't, you haven't transitioned into that safe space. So build this up over time from as young as possible. And if you haven't done this, don't feel guilty. It's never too late. Change is never too late. Listen, life has caught all of us and we've all had nurturing that's messed us up and all kinds of that's been, you know, things happen. Life happens. So we've got to give ourselves grace. And if this is where you want to move towards, there's always time. You can change how you function, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe you need a mental health day, maybe as a parent or a teacher or whatever, and to stand back and just get yourself in the space where you can reconnect with your children. So, but coming back to, is it okay to give them time to take, have a day off? As I said, it depends on what's going on in their life, what they're going through, what's happening. And indeed, it is so important, as I've just said, to tune into your children, teach them to manage stress including lifestyle habits like sleeping and diet, exercise. All these things are important, but we need to manage to help them most importantly manage their mind, manage all the swirling activity that's going through these different stages of development. And we need to talk about how to make scary things like tests and challenging exams and to help them to see these as, as part of life. And yes, they are scary, but help them to manage that fear around those or the challenge, etc. So notably, we as parents, teachers and guardians need to be careful not to put too much pressure on our children to get straight A's and be at the top of their class all the time. It's not realistic. It's it's not it's too much pressure. And this can easily put a this can easily put a child into a toxic state and make them really hate school. So we need to teach our kids that working hard and giving school our best is the most important thing. But we don't want to get into that hustle culture. Work hard, work hard, work hard, because that's the only way you can achieve. It's not the only way that you can achieve. It's much better to develop a global self-value, to understand quality of time spent versus quantity. It's also to understand your values, what you're trying to achieve. And it's okay to make mistakes and not do well all the time because that's how you learn to repair and grow. And that's part of life. And embrace the these and C's or the bad grades with the good grades and see that as a learning opportunity. We've got to model that for the kids. But if we tell them, oh, it's bad to get those, and you know, that puts pressure on them and judgment and doesn't help to solve the problem of why that's happening in the first place. So if a child's really struggling, having said all of this, if a child's really struggling and these patterns happening, it may be very important that you do take a mental health day. I have four adult children. When they were at school, there were, there were times where I could see they just, they weren't sick, but they needed a mental health day. They needed a day just to stay home with me, spend some time with me, do the things I was saying, watch a little bit of TV, and then when they felt relaxed, get into that space where we can connect and communicate. Often it would be taking our dogs for a walk or something like that and just gather, gather their thoughts for a moment and just sort of get the heaviness of, of what's going on at school or something like that too that's blocking their ability to just get clarity. Just stand back. It's the most amazing thing, and they feel so special that you would do that for them and then help them work through that process. So, so they. They that you increase their resilience, that you help to activate their resilience to face that, that issue that's coming up. So don't feel guilty or that it's a wrong thing or it's teaching the wrong things. If your child comes to you and just say, I'm really battling, use that as an amazing opportunity to be able to work out, obviously based on your work schedule and things like that, that they may just need some time out to reboot. There's nothing wrong with that. Very important that we look after their mental health because if they go into that constant cycle of, 
battling. It could just make things worse and it's going to affect the academics and social, emotional, cognitive, all those levels will become affected by the thing of they've got to go to school, they can't miss the day. Sometimes your kids need a day off too. Okay, so we all need a break at time. So then here's the next question. Does giving a mental health day for no urgent reason send a bad message to teens about the importance of school? And absolutely not. I don't think that necessarily does the case at all. What it does, it, in fact, it's, it does the opposite. It sends a message to, the teen, to teenagers that we value and respect your mental health and your mind management so much that we recognize that the pressure of school can just be too much. And sometimes we just need to stop the bus and get off the bus and just have a day off. So it's a decompression day. It is, it's, it's a way to show teens how to deal with stress and anxiety. It's an amazing opportunity. Messy mind, messy brain, messy body, and it just can make a mess of everything. We need to sometimes just gather our thoughts so that we can start trying to manage that mess. And so it definitely doesn't send a negative message. I believe it sends a very caring, strong message that you value what they're going through. You, you validate what they're going through. A bonding opportunity Par excellence, you know, an interesting study was done where they asked, it was a very big study done, where they asked teenagers, you know, what is one of the most important things that you need from your parents and teachers? And the the collective answer that came back, and I'm summarizing a big study, was we want our parents to listen to us. And this is from teenagers. And so, you know, something like a mental health day is an ideal opportunity to, to let them sleep late, get up and have a break, you know, maybe go for breakfast together or make breakfast together or something and have a chance just to reconnect and say, hey, what's important to you? What do you need? What can I, how can I help you? What, what can I do better to help you? What recharging can I help to do? Whatever words you, you use, the thing is, is just to be very there, supportive, loving, non-judgmental. That sends a message of tremendous care that you are prepared to sit and listen Without judgment, even if you don't agree with what they're saying, or you think, oh my goodness, I must reshape this, what they're saying, you know, careful of toxic positivity, careful of saying, oh, it won't be so bad, or or, listen to what they're saying. For them, for you, it may not be so bad, but for them, it's everything. And so when you, if you don't listen, you don't know what what they're experiencing. No matter how good of a parent you are and how tuned in you believe you are to your child, you're still not an expert on their feelings. They are. And no one's an expert on yours either. So we need to be very careful of thinking because we're the parent that we have the expertise. We have wisdom, obviously, but we have to create the space where that child feels heard and validated so that they can then put the table on the problem on the table. And then you as the adult, as the parent caregiver can provide an alternative perspective. This is what's happened. Here are some options of maybe how we can see it differently. So there's no invalidation happening. It's 2022, and we've come a tremendous way in terms of innovation and technology. Yet, traditional healthcare for the large part hasn't changed much in 50 plus years. Your biology is unique. It's time your healthcare caught up. Enter Wild Health. It's a precision medicine service available everywhere in the US that combines an in-depth genetic analysis with extensive blood work and a lifestyle assessment to provide you with a fully comprehensive picture of your health like you've never seen it before. You'll receive a 50-plus page report covering everything from your optimal diet, exercise and supplement routine to your risks of chronic disease and recommendations on how to prevent them. You also get paired with a dedicated doctor and health coach who will help you understand and apply the biggest opportunities for maximizing your health. What I personally love is that they focus on brain health too, everything from dementia and Alzheimer's risk to overall inflammation. 
They even look at specific genes around your circadian rhythm to help you optimize a sleep routine. And their protocols are so different from traditional healthcare. Your health team might recommend a mindfulness plan or hot cold therapy instead of going straight to prescriptions. It's truly a different approach to health driven not only by your genes, but by your lifestyle. Discover what you can do to achieve your best health from the inside out. Get started with Wild Health at W-I-L-D-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com forward slash D-R-L-E-A-F and enjoy an exclusive 20% off with the code Dr. Leaf. That's wildhealth.com forward slash D-R-L-E-A-F with the code D-R-L-E-A-F for 20% off. The link and details will be in the show notes. So in summary with that question, does granting a mental health day for no urgent reason send a bad message to teenagers? Absolutely not. As I said, a mental health day can be a decompression day that is a way to show teens how to deal with stress and anxiety as mental self-care is something that is not taught often. I mean, where is it taught? Hardly anything. There's a little bit of it and it's much more feeling focused, but this should be, I mean, I've said this before, we're going to help kids by giving them a lot of help almost daily with mental health and having specific lessons allocated and in the environment at home and parent training and so on, that we don't just do this when the crisis happens, that we, be, that we are proactive in constantly helping. And I know this is an issue because I get these questions all the time of how do we help our teenagers get through these mental health issues? How can we help them daily? Okay, so a mental health day also gives teachers, parents and guardians and educators some time to listen to children because there could be a problem that is not apparent. I mean, so this is just so much the case. You know, one in 12 children are being missed by pediatricians and leaders and parents, etc., that are caregivers and so on, and major issues that, that have shifted from just a mental health issue into a problem, they're being missed. And when they're missed, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And that, and that then impacts, as we know, everything that happens affects your brain. And so the more that it's missed, the more that we don't deal with it, the bigger the problem becomes in the brain and the body and the mind. Okay, so next question. Also an excellent question. If you think a mental health day is acceptable, how many do you think is reasonable and when is it problematic? Now, I can't give an exact answer to that. I think this is very much up to the individual. So it's probably a good idea to have rest days, which can give children and teenagers a time to recoup mentally, as school can be incredibly stressful and taxing. Yet more importantly, we need to focus on helping our children manage stress and not be afraid of the pressure of hard work because stress is, const is a constant part of life. Indeed, we need to teach our kids that they should not see themselves as broken if they are anxious, not see themselves as broken if they are depressed, not see themselves as broken and with a brain disease and a myth of the chemical imbalance and all that kind of thing if they are broken, if they are, if they are feeling depressed and overwhelmed. We need to help them understand that this is part of what happens in life. And sometimes it can be just a little bit of that, or sometimes it can be a lot. And that it's a, we need to talk, process, work out how to deconstruct and reconstruct. We need to teach them that these are warning signals, okay? When these happen, these are not broken, that you're broken. This is not who you are. These are warning signals. Embrace them as messengers. Something's going on. And we need to help them to do that. And in that case, in terms of having how many mental health days in school, as I just mentioned, we should have weekly, if not daily, periods where we can actually tune in and help work through a mental health crisis. So maybe allocated fixed periods of time, one, one session a week or something, but then daily working out of issues as issues arise, try and handle them on the spot in a five-minute part of that lesson. 
So dedicated time to teach the basic skill of mind management. Lovely if you could have that, you know, one or two times a week more if possible, but then applying that on a moment by moment basis so that you create an environment where as things happen, that these kids can then have an opportunity to talk to the teacher, go home and talk to the parents. It's a coordinated effort. So if we can do this, we then are providing safe spaces within which to talk. So it's not a situation of we're never going to talk about anything and now we have a mental health day, talk. They won't say a word. (laughs) But if we've created this as a lifestyle and there's a constant ongoing discussion around this, then the mental health days are going to be, you know, happen as necessary as an extra rebooting of the system because we're going to be dealing with it on a consistent basis. So have the mental health days, but rather make mental health part of the whole week and part of the whole every day. Are there any rules, next question, you think should be enforced on a mental health day, such as no TV or video games, or is it fine just to use the day as you please? And my answer to that is, I think it should be a day where people are taught how to cope with the stress of life, as I've been saying, by detoxing their their brain through mind management, through a limited time period of the 15 to 45 minutes. Also doing a little bit of brain building, maybe reading you know, maybe they're building model airplanes or they have some particular interest spending the time just not on schoolwork, but on something that they're fascinated with and love to read up on or watch a video about this together or go into a museum or something like that where you can, you know, find focus in on building the brain around a level of high interest. And just maybe sit and read a fiction book all day or read a book together for a couple of hours or, you know, watch that bit of TV. There's nothing wrong with just decompressing And watching that bit of TV, maybe that's all you can do at that moment. Maybe there's been just so much happening in that child's life at school that they just seriously need a decompression day where they just feel loved and allowed to just settle in and, and, you know, just go down. If they're watching the TV, just go sit next to them every now and then and just say, hey, what do you need? Can I, do you want to chat? You know, I'm here for you. And as I said, that works if you've been doing this on a consistent basis. Never too late to start, but don't expect the first time that you tell your child, hey, I'm here for you, let's talk, or let's go out for coffee, let's talk, and they don't say a word, and then you throw up your arms in frustration. They're not going to just talk if you just sit down at this lunch meeting or whatever. It's too formal. It needs to be a very informal development of creating a safe space. And then the mental health day becomes this it's a bonus. Is the piece of plastic in your wallet doing enough for you? Because with the Secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. You see, with Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And having a good credit score can mean getting better car loan rates or renting apartments easier or just bragging rights around the dinner table. So, continue your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank in a pursuant a license from Visa USA Chime Checking Account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the Secure Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. The link and details will be in the show notes. They also asked me, is there a better term instead of saying mental health day? I don't have a problem with mental health day, but maybe we should say mental self-care day or mind management day. 
may take a little bit of that kind of scariness out of the mental health because it's had so many different negative connotations added to it. So I kind of think maybe mental self-care or mind management day, building resilience day could be other options that we could look at. Next question is actually quite a great question. Basically, is it a, if they see it as sort of playing hooky day, the mental health day, and like it's, you know, you've got the weekend to do that. So why do we need something else on top of that? As I said, I don't think it should just be the only time that you deal with mental health to have an occasional mental health day because only dealing with it maybe once a term or something is definitely not enough time to deal with your mental health. We're dealing with our mind 24-7. It never stops. We need mental health management all day long. And as I said, these mental health days are like bonuses for more decompression and more building and so on. So I don't think it's a hooky at all. I mean, if you just look at the average child's life now, a lot of their weekend is taken up with sports practices. I mean, I was just listening to to a friend of mine the other day telling me about, you know, her children's sports, sports like for football and whatever. It's like it's, it's every evening after. It's school, it's homework, it's up till seven, eight, nine, all day Saturday. Like when are these kids decompressing? Kids need time just to play and do nothing and just let their mind wander and, you know, watch a bit of silly TV and play some games and hang out with their friends. We're not giving kids enough of this. Play is such an intelligence builder, such a mental health builder. You know, just relaxing and not having every moment filled this hustle, hustle mentality is, is really not healthy. So we need to be careful on trying to stop focusing on so much on trying to fill up your children's schedules and more on teaching children good life skills like dealing with stress, mind management, the things I've been saying. There needs to be a healthy balance between work and play. We've got to be so careful we're not developing a hustle mentality inside of our children. And I mentioned what this is already. Hustle mentality is work, 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 work. You have to work, work, work to achieve anything. And what is that external goal that you're trying to achieve? Everything you do every is, is all part of your development. And it doesn't have to be hard work all the time. And in fact, the research shows that if you hustle like that and work so hard, your creativity and intelligence drops off. So it's not beneficial. It's counterproductive. Okay, so is, and, and that goes to the next question that I had, was, which I get a lot of. Is overscheduling causing kids to need more mental health days? Well, indeed, absolutely. But as I keep saying, you overschedule, you are stressing those kids. You can't just keep them busy. They, a huge part of a child's development, intellectually, socially, emotionally, and just finding that peace in yourself and developing the resilience to cope with, with life is having no hustle. Is reducing that hustle. Is working hard. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's not working hard all the time. I did a great podcast recently on how to manage our time so that we don't think, okay, I've got to work 16 hours a day or I'm not going to be successful. I've got to fill my kids up. They've got to go to school. They've got to go to this. They've got to go to those extra lessons. They've got to do this. Or they're not going to succeed in life. They won't get into the best college. I'm just choking just the way I'm saying it because that's what so many parents are saying to me. And and what I see around and I see on people battling in social media, you're not helping your child. I'm telling you, telling you taking days off, calming down about these whole things, not overscheduling. Giving your children a chance to rest is so important. This would be number like up, right up there along with fictional reading, you know, reading fiction, getting your kids to read would be leisure time. Let your kids relax. So these would be the top two things on my prescription for my patients when I was practicing. Okay, These are vital life skills that enable you to reboot. You work a 16-hour day, you're not better the next day. You are way worse. You are half if not less productive than before. So when you look at some of these kids' schedules, they're up at seven and they're going and sometimes up earlier because they've got to 
as some sports activity where they've got to prep for a test and then it's go, 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 go. And they're falling into bed at like 12 at night and they can't sleep because their mind's just so active. This is not helping our kids at all. Okay. So mental health shouldn't be a day. It should be a lifestyle. And those are my concluding statements about this podcast. And I hope you've enjoyed this. And if you want more help and information, my podcast available. My latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, is really helpful. The NeuroCycle app. This is a great little book that one of a lot of people are giving this to their kids to actually and in the, and having themselves just available. Just little quick tips on how to help you, you know, manage. Just little booster tips on how to re, repurpose your thinking and reconceptualize your thinking to calm you down. Little tips that will help just reboot your brain. But we can do this. Let's give ourselves. Let's make mental health our priority. You can't even go three seconds without your mind working. So it is an absolute priority for you and for your kids. Thanks so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors.